Welcome to Butts and Stuff, but the podcast. I'm your host, Chris, joined by my co-host, Mr. NewBQ himself, Jazz. What's up? Jazz, how are we doing? Um, you know, I'm not doing too bad. Good. Had a good week yourself. I can't complain. Anything new going on in your life? No, not really. Um, I, I can't think of anything really besides just cooking and hanging out with kids and stuff. Awesome. So. Well, I recently bought a tractor to start redoing, so that's new. <laughs> you bought a tractor. I did. I bought a, a 1952 Ford 8 in. Okay, why did, I got to know. Why did you buy a tractor? We got chickens. We got to have a farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, so, that explains nothing, but all right. <laughs> so we're venturing into the tractor territory. Oh, well, so. Nice. so Jazz, you run a YouTube called Newbie Q. Yes, my Newbie Q YouTube channel. Awesome. Newbie Q Backyard Barbecue. Awesome. Yeah. How did you come up with that? You know, I don't really know. I It was one of those, like, I tried to combine some things together. And, uh, you know, I wanted to, like, new to barbecue, new to, the, you know, whatever. And I kept trying to put stuff together. And somehow or another, I came up with NewBQ, and I don't really know. I don't awesome. Know. It's kind of happened. I, I kind of regret it now. You kind of regret it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not something like, oh, I have butts and stuff barbecue, <laughs> you know. it's It's not as catchy. But it's new BQ. You're trying to get new beginners into. Yeah. Yeah. New barbecue. And then, which I thought I probably should add another B, but trying to change it now oh, yeah. is kind of pointless. No, because congratulations on 1,000 subscribers. 1,000 across the big 1,000 mark. Finally. That is outstanding. Congratulations. It took me a whole year. A whole year. A whole year. Hey. Well, technically, I started before that, but I didn't really start, you know, pushing it out there. At least you got there. Yeah, yeah. Took me a year, but I got there. Now it's it's ten thousand. Ten thousand by the end of next T- year. Ten thousand. I think that is doable. People, we need to get him, get him his subscriber count up. Yeah, that'd be great. So what what uh, what made you come up with your videos? How do you come up with your videos of what you're gonna do? Um, most of it's just kind of off the top of my head. It's just um, it, you know, I always say I don't like. I don't like to watch other people's videos. I watch other people's videos, but I don't like really get in and watch too deep because I don't want to be influenced by somebody right, else. Right. And it's not that I don't want to watch your videos. I just don't want to be like somebody else. I want to do it my way and act my way and do my thing my way. Right. So I don't like to watch a lot, but I, I, I get a lot of influence. You know, like I, I get into the dang TikToks and you see all the stuff <laughs> people make. And I'm like, you know what? I could do that. I could put a spin on it. You know, like I, I don't want to, uh, you know, I just don't want to do stuff like everybody else, but I want to, I want to try different things. So I kind of get different influences, influences from other places. Awesome. Well, I just, if you're trying to do it like everyone else, I just, you're just like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. You, you want to make yourself unique. You want to come up with your own recipes. So that's awesome. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I find it really hard, you know, doing barbecue because you know, there's only so many things you can call barbecue. Like I'm, I'm, I get picky when people are like, "Here, I cook this steak. It's barbecue. Well, it's not barbecue. It's a steak." You know? Right, right. So there's like a fine line in there. But so when I started a barbecue channel, it was one of those deals where I kind of realized eventually, like, you can't just cook pork butt for every video. You can't just cook ribs for every video. You can't just cook brisket for every video. You right. have to have more than that. So I don't know. That's that goes back to the whole name thing. Like I, I don't know if I should have. I should have changed it a long time ago, but I didn't. Well, I like it. You've gotten a lot of good feedback on it, so 
Yeah, you know, I, I find people all the time that, you know, find my videos. I just had a guy recently right when I hit that thousand, or right before I hit the thousand, and he was just like, man, I was like, how have I not seen this before? This is great. This is awesome. You know, and he put out a thing on his page or his uh, community tab on uh, on YouTube, and he kind of pushed me over that edge a little bit. It's got to feel good to get comments like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely good. I, comments are a love-hate <laughs> relationship, because sometimes you get some, and you're like, man, this person didn't even watch the video. Like, you had to watch the first yeah. five seconds of it, and yeah. it was like, oh, just, oh this oh, is horrible. The intro music is horrible. Yeah, oh, I couldn't watch it because of the song it's in it. It's not even a <laughs> song. It's like, you know, I get the the... What do they call that? Uh, the music that's not even uh, like actual music you hear on the radio. Uh, the uh, right. royalty free yeah, music. Yeah, the royalty so free. So it's like, I'm sorry that I chose a royalty free yeah. music song that doesn't agree with you. <laughs> and a lot of podcasters, a lot of YouTubers use royalty free music. And, you know, that this is what I enjoy. This is what I think sounds good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want my stuff to get tech hits. You know, like if you play a song off the radio, you, right. you have to. You, you know your channel takes a hit for that and i i'm trying to keep that completely out of the out of the question right you don't want to get demonetized before you're even monetized right I don't, exactly <laughs> i don't want to get demonetized and then you know when i try to get monetized they're right. like oh you already have a strike we can't do that you know yeah. i'm just trying to avoid all that so i think that's very hard for a lot of youtubers and podcasters and creators right to do that yeah you know? And, and and choosing music is super hard. Which you come from a music background. Your I do. family has always been musical. Right, right. So you and I'm, you actually DJ. You own a yep. DJ business yep. with your wife. Yep, DJ on the weekend. Uh, that's one of those love hate relationships. <laughs> uh, I love music. I love I love DJ. I love being around equipment and stuff. But and I tell you what, this day and age, being a DJ is it's kind of rough. It, I think it's because you do weddings and. That takes a special person. <laughs> it it uh, absolutely takes a special person to be involved uh, in a wedding, uh, whether you're a caterer or the coordinator or the DJ, because you take a this you kind of take on a responsibility sometimes that's not really your responsibility. You know, people are like, "Well, what time are we going to do this? Can we get this moving a little faster?" And I'm like, "Well, the bride and groom are outside taking pictures, so I can't actually like start the party when, right when now." When the stars <laughs> of the show aren't here, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can't just start without them and people are like well we're ready to party well sit down you're the <laughs> guest so <laughs> i don't know you know I, I don't try to you can't be mean but sometimes you got to get a little forceful with people because they just don't get it you know right, right. and i i'm being paid by the bride and groom i'm not being paid by the guest that is right so when you're the guest you should have a little bit of respect because you know you you don't run me you know if the bride and groom want a song played i'll play it for him i don't care but don't come up and, and get angry with me over it right this is what you want if they want requests, then Yeah, exactly. This is the music that they chose to like. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I and I get it. You know, people like what they like when they want to listen to music they want to listen to. And I I, I get that a lot because right. being that I was a DJ and being that I'm from music, I don't like a lot of the music that I play. <laughs> I don't like a lot of the music. Now I'm not saying I'm like some hardcore rock person. Right. But I'm, you know, and then that's fine if you are, but I'm just saying like, that's not anything we play at a wedding or at a dance. I'm, it's probably nothing I want to hear anyway. And there's a lot of people I think feel that way that, yeah, you know, this which is makes what it, gets them on the floor. Right. Which makes it even harder for doing YouTube because now I have to, I have to find music that I don't even really like, but I got to find music that fits what I'm doing. And a lot of times I got a list of stuff I, I play and you'll hear a lot of the same songs over and over. 
because it's super hard to go through, you know, 10, 20 different lists of music. Right. And you try to find something that one that I like and two that fits it. Because sometimes you find something I'm like, this doesn't this doesn't sound right at all. Yeah. Like, why would I play something super cinematic for me flipping a burger? You know, right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, exactly. So, so music's music's interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. So so kind of what got you into barbecue? Um, um, knowing you personally, I know that you really hit it hard probably 10 years ago. But yeah. I mean, so growing up, I lived in Texas, and every corner we went to, there was a barbecue place, and I, my dad got me into brisket. He told me what brisket was, you know, I ate brisket as a kid and loved it, always loved having brisket, so I was always big into that, into brisket, and every time I could get brisket, I that's what I went for, Right. which is probably why I don't do a lot of ribs, because I'm not a big <laughs> rib fan, but I, I, I'll eat it. I got nothing against ribs, I just, if I'm going to, if I go to a barbecue restaurant, like, I'm choosing brisket. I'm choosing beef. Right. That's what it is, which yep. is kind of hard because we're from the Midwest. Well, <laughs> I mean, we live in the Midwest now. We're in the pork nation. Yeah, so. we're in pork nation. So it's kind of hard to be a beef guy in a pork area. Right. But yeah, I I kind of came I came from that background of Texas and, and beef and being around uh, Salt Lick. Salt Lick was right, right, yep. uh, you know, real, real close to where I live. I can't right. remember how far it was, but it was real close to where we live. So, you know, we went there and, and I just love barbecue, but. You know, as I got older and stuff, and I got married, and you know, had a grill, and I was always out cooking on the grill. That was my first rental house. Uh, I remember getting a grill for Christmas from my dad. What was your first grill? <sighs> you know, it was an off-brand. I don't. Was I it? couldn't tell. You. It was like a grill master. I don't. I don't know <laughs> what it was. It wasn't anything, but it was like a Walmart Menard yep. special. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, it was a stainless propane grill, and I had it sitting out the back door of my rental house. The first time I cooked, it was like a foot of snow. And I just remembered, I was like, I am going to go grill. I have my grill together. I have my apron and my hoodie and my clothes on. I am going to go grill in the snow. I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I think I just cooked some burgers or something. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, that was the first time I ever really got into it. And then I just always had a love for grilling. Right. You know, uh, fast forward a couple of years, I got my first smoker. And... If I remember my, right, it's a Webby, Weber Smoky Mountain, if I remember right. No, it was a um, close, really close. close. It was uh, the Brinkman version. Brinkman version, okay. Because it was the little bitty one. Yep. <clears throat> the Brink, I remember they have a name for it. It's a little bitty Brinkman. And uh, I remember my wife's grandmother found it for 15 bucks at Goodwill. And she was like, hey, I found this grill smoker thing. Do you want it? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. She brought it home, and I'm like, oh, it's a smoker smoker. Like, you got to, like, actually do something. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go get something. Let's go get a piece of meat, throw it on her. I did, I want to say I did a brisket first, but I can't remember <laughs> if that's what I did. I think, it, I think it was a brisket. And I remember cooking it, and it wasn't horrible, but I knew I could do better. Yep. You know, it was one of those deals where there was so much smoke. Cause I, cause that's what I was, I was, I was like, oh, it's a smoke. You gotta, you gotta have smoke. So that thing was just loaded with smoke and it was all right. It was good. It was edible, but it wasn't, you know, obviously I could do better now. Right. So yeah. The skills have been tuned a little bit. Oh yeah. A lot, a lot. Um, and I've made some bad brisket before. I, I don't want, I don't want to knock anybody else. I won't say who it was, but they have a, a brisket seasoning I've tried and, uh, uh, I, I did a lot of it and I realized that I should have mixed it and did it that, yep. you know, did a little less of that seasoning, a little more of something else. And, uh, <laughs> that one was horrible. <laughs> I I've tried some seasonings that I'm like, mm, can't do it. 
Yeah, and they people really talked up that seasoning, how good it was, how good it was. The more I covered that that brisket, cooked it, and I went, "Whoo, buddy, there is some some pepper in that." <laughs> so, so you being from Texas, is that the barbecue style that you relate to the most? Oh yeah, yeah. I I love I, I do love Texas barbecue. I and I I usually tag Texas barbecue and any barbecue related stuff that I do. Yeah, just because I mean. If you're from Texas, which I was, I can't say I'm from Texas. I lived there for a long time, but I can't say I'm from Texas. But if you're from Texas, Texas barbecue is different. It is. I mean, you, that's why they always say Texas barbecue, Kansas City barbecue, you know, whatever. Because Texas barbecue, there's a whole, it's a whole other area. It's, it's a different culture down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. From from their grills, their smokers, to the, how they cook it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, down there, oak is king. Oak wood, is, is, that's what everybody cooks on, you know. It's oak wood. I mean, I know there's other stuff. Mesquite. A lot of people cook on mesquite, but it seems like any of the people that really know what they're doing usually cook on, like, oak. And that's something I go after. I'm, I'm always looking for oak. Always looking on. for post oak. Yeah, post oak is, is the way to go for me. Now, I've tried others. I mean, I, I, I do others. I've done apple. I've done cherry. I've done all that. But for me, post oak's the way to go. Post right. oak on a good brisket. Nothing too spicy in the seasoning you, you know i know people like really really heavy on the spice but i like more of the peppery you know that right. kind of way yeah but. i i a texas peppered brisket is not my favorite i'm gonna be honest yeah it's uh, not for everybody it is not yeah um, but yeah i mean i've learned over the years you know how to like mix down the pepper to where you still get that pepper flavor but you're not right. it's not overbearing right so I've done that a few different times. But. I I relate more to the Memphis style, the Kansas City style barbecue. That's the, right. the sweet. And that's what I, not to interrupt <laughs> you, but I, I will say I, I am a sweet barbecue person. Right. Um, I don't really like things that are super hot. Right. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to use jalapeno and habanero and whatever. That's not me. I'm yeah. not going to do it. I don't, I don't mind it, but I, I'm not, when I'm cooking, uh, there is no jalapeno, no habanero. Right. I, know? I like, I personally like trying to get the hot on the backside so that whenever you can taste it, you taste the sweet, the sticky, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden here comes the heat. Yeah. It, it's fun to hide that. But. Yeah. And you've, you've tasted like my pork butt where I, it's sweet. Yes. And I like it. And I, I don't use a lot of sauce. Right. But I want it to be sweet. I want it to be candy flavored when you eat. Yes. It. You know, that's the way I go. Yeah. I uh I've tasted <clears throat> obviously tasted a lot of your food and not too much that I didn't like, but I will say the brisket is by far. <laughs> yeah, I need to make up mix up some more uh seasoning because I haven't done a brisket in a while. Brisket prices have been kinda high for me to justify oh, it. Oh man, so. they're I think everything's high, but I just when you're can, paying that much for a choice brisket, it's like, okay, guys, come on. Yeah, it's just too much. And I, I haven't, I, man, I haven't cooked a brisket probably a year. Oh, my. And I, it's just because it's been too hot. And if I find something, I usually can't find a whole brisket. I can right. usually find, you know, a brisket flat. Because a lot of the stores around here don't carry it. So you have to go somewhere to get a full brisket. Right. You know, once in a while, you'll get Walmart that has one. Usually half the time, there's not that great. Yeah, but, but they're still wanting 100 bucks for one. When oh, yeah. It's not even worth 50 No. No, never. <laughs> so. the, yeah, I give thirty, forty bucks maybe for a brisket they have, right. but I'm not paying a hundred dollars, and they got a yeah, huge price tag. We're on We're not it. doing a competition here. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a Walmart brisket. Right. So, so well, let's take a quick break, real quick, and we'll be right back.
So with Bart, with football season upon us, you are a Tennessee Titans fan. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Newly found, you would say. Newly found Uh, Tennessee Titans fan. Yeah. Well, like we were talking, growing up in Texas. Right. I was a Cowboys fan. I was America's team. I was I was a Cowboys fan, yeah. man. Let me tell you, Cowboys, and that was back with like Troy Aikman and them guys. And I I was a Cowboys fan. Cowboys right. and Texas Tech. That was the way to yep. go. And uh, yeah, uh, I kind of got out of it for a long time. It just wasn't. I don't know. I didn't really care to watch it. I, the, everybody was all into the statistics and all that stuff, and I just I don't know. Couldn't really get into it much. No, I am not one that can tell you statistics and everything else. But yeah. I gotta. I've, I can't remember most people's names that I work with, let alone who's on what team. You right. know what I mean? Like I, I got the, I got the top five, but that's right. about it. You know, you got the starting line. That's yeah, all you need. Like I know these guys, but yeah, I got in. I got into uh, watching the Titans about a year ago. Good. I watched. I watched them last season and didn't really get super into it, but I really followed them. And then this season, I said, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna do this. We're gonna go full blown into it. You know, I'm old enough now that I gotta have a, gotta have a team. Got to get into the NFL. Everybody's into the NFL. I got to do something. Everybody's talking. So when does fantasy football come in? How, um, how much longer for that? You know, if I if I'm gonna do it, it's probably gonna end up being like it with it probably next year, maybe the year <laughs> after. I don't know. I, I I don't know when that's gonna start. Just jump in and do it. I think with fantasy football and getting now, maybe wrong about this, but a lot of times with fantasy football, you got to have people from different teams, right? Is yeah, you kind of got to pick a running back and a quarterback and a yeah, it's all from, but it's all from, Yeah, see, I don't know anybody else's team. I know the Titans. <laughs> I know, like, the top ten guys on the Titans team. This is what I know. Yeah, so I'm not, I don't know that I can pick out somebody from the Green Bay Packers. I don't really know who the, who's on that team. It's still Aaron Rodgers, isn't it? I don't know. I, don't, I couldn't tell you. I know, we, I know we play Kansas City this weekend. Okay. And I, I know everybody's like, oh, we're going to be really good. And I'm like, oh. I don't know. We've done five in a row so far. We're doing really good. So let's, just, let's just take our wins. Let's just let's just see how this goes. Okay, guys. So uh what kind of appetizers are we cooking for football on Sundays? Oh, I don't know. I would like to uh I'm really into dips lately, dips? which is weird. Yes. That's not really I know it's not really much of an appetizer, but I've been looking at some dips that I want to try to make. Uh you know everybody's been doing those like um, any shareable. Yeah. You know like you know how people have been doing those dips with like they put like some meat and cheese and they put them in a big pan, different kinds of cheeses and stuff, and then they put it in a smoker and yep. they smoke it. You know, I don't know what like a really smoke called. queso. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. A smoke queso. Yep. I want to do one of those, but I think I want to do it with like some chorizo, you know, mixing oh. some like regular pork with it. You know, just to kind of I like I like chorizo. Just kind of like a all barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I want to do something like that with some different cheeses. I got some different cheeses in mind, like. I'm really into pepper jack right now, which yes. is kind of weird. Yep. Like I've never been a fan of it, and here lately, I've cooked a lot Talking of stuff. Talking earlier, with pepper jack. spicy side coming up. I know, like, <laughs> but pepper jack cheese isn't like super spicy. No, it's not. It's, it's got not a like, lot it's, of flavor. It's not like hot, right? Yeah, it's just got flavor, and I'm really like I. I know last year or so I got really into like like red onions and green peppers put in stuff. If you if you watch any of my videos, I guess like the only yep, vegetable absolutely. I cook. Because I'm like, this is the greatest combination ever. And I put it on everything and it seems to work. So, so a couple weeks ago, you put it on a burger dog you did. Oh, your, yeah. Yes, your yeah. hot dog with the chorizo in the yes, middle of it. Yeah, we did the, the version 2.0, the hot so, dog hamburger. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it worked really good too because you, you did that hot dog hamburger, put some chorizo in it. Yep. And I didn't realize the chorizo was going to be greasy enough that it would kind of fall out. Right. So I should have done it on a flat top. You know, you could have done flat top. Um, 
you or know, maybe uh, the grill grate upside down. I thought about that. Oh, that's a good one. Because I started it out on the grill grate, and I thought, ooh, I probably should have just turned that upside down. That's, that's a good one for you, you guys that don't know. Take your grill grates, flip them over, flat top. Yeah, flat top, so. right on your grill. <laughs> and I should have done that. But it worked out. Like I, I, I made four and I saved two of them. So, and I even I said it in the video. Right. Like yep. I'm not gonna hide it. Like I, I you can see yep, me that was a it. fail. But you did not quit. I didn't quit. <laughs> yeah. The, the the point of it is to not give up. You got right. if you can make something out of it. You know, it's not a fail. Right. So. so speaking of fails, what kind of appetizer fails have you had? Um, I've had a few. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. What you had? So last weekend we made a modified version of pigs in the blanket, but you take cheese and put it in cream cheese with mm. the piggy and yeah. you wrapping a croissant well we had it in a little bit too long there was no cheese left <laughs> so oh gosh that, made, that reminds me yeah i did the same thing did you okay so what video was it so it, was, it, um, it wasn't a fail but i chalked it up to a fail um i did uh kind of the same thing mm-hmm. except it was um I can't remember what I called it. Pizza rolls, I think is what I said I did. Some kind of pizza roll video. I don't know. I gotta have to go back and look and see what I named it. But uh, it was basically um, the the croissant roll or whatever that you could take. And I put a piece of, uh, I put a couple pieces of pepperoni, some pizza sauce, and a mozzarella stick in the middle of it and rolled it up. I do remember that. Yeah. And uh, it worked out, but there wasn't a lot of cheese left. And it also burnt to the... Um, uh, parchment paper that I had. Apparently, yeah. I had it upside down. I didn't realize it, so I didn't realize there was two sides to parchment paper. Oops! So, or at least by that one there was. So yeah, but yeah, if you leave it in there too long, all the cheese melts out. That also happened on uh, those TikTok uh, shotgun shells. Yeah, all the I had cheese in the middle of it, and uh, I had meat on the end of it. Well, when I cooked it, when I when I broke it open, there was no cheese left. Yeah, doing the pig shots, I have a big problem with my cheese, losing my cheese. Oh, because it like runs out the yeah, side. Anytime yeah. I make pig shots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I've I done pig shots a lot. That's one of my favorites, especially uh, I did the pepper jack uh, ones with the pepper jack cheese in the middle. Yes. And those are really good. <clears throat> but yeah, I did the same thing. Um, you got to have them sitting right and you got to have enough bacon sticking up. Yep. Uh, otherwise, that cheese just runs yeah. out of it. And uh, you did call those pizza rolls, so go back and check that video mm-hmm. out. Yeah, the pizza roll video. Uh, I got that idea because I was doing some, uh, can you grill this? And yep. I did, I did pizza rolls on the smoker, or well, I was on the pellet grill. Yes. <clears throat> so I got to get the idea of making my own, basically. And they were bigger. Yeah. They were really good. I did a pizza flour or something. Too yeah, I think time. a week before that, you did pizza flowers. Yeah. They looked good. Yeah, they were. they actually turned out really well. Yeah. So what is your favorite appetizer to cook? Mm. <clears throat> I'd have to say the pig shots. Pig shots? Yeah, everybody loves those. That's one of the things you just can't you, you can't you can't get you can't get around it. I mean, once you no. try them, you're like, oh, these are amazing. You can't eat two or three. It's... I'm a I'm a huge Andouille sausage fan too. Yeah. So So how do you make your pig shots without giving away your secrets? Um, just some Andouille sausage, slice it up. Don't you can't I got a big thumb, but not as quite as big as your thumb thickness wise. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just, I take a piece of bacon, cut it in half, wrap around as much as I could. You gotta, you gotta leave enough to the top, like I said, so that way when you put your cheese in later that, uh, it doesn't all fall out. But then I, uh, I'll sprinkle a little bit of brown sugar on top. Right. And, uh, you gotta be careful with the brown sugar cause that's how I messed <laughs> them up. I didn't mess them up one time. I burned a bunch of them, but, uh, that was for Christmas. We did, yep. we did a Christmas yep. one. So I did that. And, uh, yeah, I ended up burning them cause I left too much brown sugar in the bottom. 
but it turned out all right. They did. I I mean, anytime you got sausage and bacon and cheese all together, you you can't go wrong. That is just a combination for a win. Right. Yeah. So, uh, pig shots are my probably one yeah. of my favorites to cook. I love kick, cooking chicken wings. Um, something about football and chicken. I don't. I don't know. They just they just go together. It's like it's like an American thing, right? Like it it's is. just like <laughs> like a total Americana, like football to. and chicken wings. So I have tried. I'm a Nugget fan. I'm not really a Ooh, chicken wing nuggets. fan. <laughs> I mean, you take some chicken breast. It's it's all the same. Well, right? I mean, like you know how you have like the boneless chicken wings. Yep. Everybody yep. just calls them chicken nuggets. Well, yeah. I like the boneless wings. I'm a boneless wing guy. You know. I'm sorry. So I've taken the Parmesan cheese method lately on making chicken wings. You know, I just seen that. Oh, I just seen somebody do that with the Parmesan, and then uh, like you, you, you take you Parmesan cheese. Um, I don't do egg wash. I use duck fat. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, dry them out, duck fat, Parmesan cheese on a pellet smoker, two hours. I just seen somebody do that. I may have to do one of those videos yeah. now because I just saw that. I. Probably a week ago, somebody was doing one. Yeah, it, it, they do get crispy. You kind of got to watch the cheese, though, because you can't over-cheese it. <clears throat> I saw somebody, that same kind of recipe, but they took, uh, like, store-bought uh, ravioli. Ooh. And then they, they crusted it with uh, the Parmesan cheese, and they put it in an air fryer. And they get kind of big. They kind of blow up a little bit. But it, like, it's like an air-fried mozzarella. Or well, not air-fried well, mozzarella. Air-fried ravioli. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> I have to do one of those. Too. I like air fryers. You like air fryers. You did a whole series of air fryers. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to eat some air fryer cooking on one of these. Yeah, one of these podcasts. Absolutely. I we like, like food. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> it's well, about food. It, it's getting to be winter, so it is. You got to have some inside cooking. You do. So, how much smoking do you do in the winter? I still do. I still probably do something once yeah. once a month at least. With a pellet grill, it's a whole lot easier. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't have to. If I don't have to sit outside in the winter and watch it, I'll, right. I'll definitely do something. But yeah, I still I still do some stuff. I'll even with my drum smoker because it 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 cooks so well. It does that you don't have to watch it as much. It, it maintains its temperature. It's and... really hard to you don't have to mess with it. Right. You know what I mean? You can leave it go for several hours. It's as close as a set it and forget it that you can get. Yeah, without being a pellet grill. Right. Right. So, you know, you you hear people bash pellet grills all the time. You can get smoke out of a pellet grill. You can. And <clears throat> the best way to do it is a lower temperature. Right. Yeah. And that's what I found out. Like with mine, you don't. it doesn't have a smoke. Well, it has a smoke setting, but it's right. not like a button you push when it makes more right. smoke. It, you just have to slide it over, and that's your smoke setting. Right. The little lever or whatever. But uh, if you do it at a low temperature, you get a lot of smoke out of it. Right. And that's, you know, all of mine, they have a smoke setting, but that runs about 180, 200. Yeah. And yeah, okay. People say you can't get smoke out of a pellet grill. I call crap. You can. You can, and you if you uh, if you smoke anything on a pellet grill and you get a pink that pink smoke ring, you've right. obviously smoked it. Yes, you know. Um, believe now, it or not, I have over smoked something on a pellet grill. Yeah, I am not the biggest fan of smoking on a pellet grill. I'm not a big fan of pellet grills, but I have one, and I've I've come to love it. I right. mean, I really have. I just for the sheer fact that it's just so much. It's a lot of lot, lot less work. Yes, you know, we were trying to cook something. I I want to eat it. Like, yes. I don't want to sit there all day and babysit this dang thing. I got things to do. I don't, I don't know about you, but when I spend all day cooking and preparing and watching this thing, when I get done, the last thing I want to do is eat. 
I don't know why. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, we, we, we'll have to talk about this too sometimes, about some competitions. Yeah. We did a competition a while back, and uh, I was the same way. By the end of the day, I didn't want to eat barbecue. I no. mean, we, we sat out there all day smelling it, and it was great. I love smelling the wood burning and the food cooking, and everybody was so cool, and we had a good time. Uh, by the end of the day, I was like, let's go get some uh, Mexican. Yeah, uh, uh, and I believe that's what we did. Yeah, so what do we do? So, we're like, let's go get some tacos. Like, I don't want any barbecue right now. I just, I don't, I love it. I absolutely love it. Love the environment, but I don't know. After all day, it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah, and I, I you know, that's why I like things that are shorter cooks too. Yes. like your, your your hams and your right. um um. Can't think of the word. Yeah. Yeah. Just those, those ribs. I mean, ribs that, don't take that long. And that is why I do more chicken and ribs than I do right. anything. Pork uh, loin. That's what I was thinking. Pork loin. Pork loin usually takes you know, three, two hours, two, three yeah, hours. You know, three depends hours on what you're, you're done. At. Yeah. And that's not so bad because I could put it on or you could walk away and then you come right. back and you kind of sauce it up or do whatever you want to do. And, right. You know, it's, it's not so bad. You're not, not, not over it by the time it's done. Right. Yeah. You know? You're not spending 15 hours on a pork butt. Right. Trying to get this thing tender so you can get it pulled. Right. So, well, Jazz, where can they find you at? Um, you can find me at uh, NewBQ on YouTube, N-E-W-B-Q. Just type that in. Uh, you can find me at TikTok, NewBQ Backyard Barbecue. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at NewBQ2020. And I think that's about it. All righty. Well, guys, go check out his videos. Um, give him some likes, give him some subscribes, and let's get him to a 1,000. Or, I'm sorry, 10,000. 10,000. By the end of next year. I think we can do it. So, guys, you can, uh, if you have any questions for us, um, any feedback on the podcast, you can email us at buttsandstuffpodcast at gmail.com. We'll have a Facebook and some social media coming up, but hey, we're just getting started. That's right. So, butts and stuff. Go ahead, follow us, like us, rate us, comment, comment, right. do anything you need. So, guys, we'll, we'll be glad to answer. Absolutely, we'll we'll be glad to answer. Heck, we can might even get you on the show. So, guys, thanks for listening. Yeah.